In this episode, I share five tips to help you overcome anxiety. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I am looking at some advice from two different articles on how to tackle anxiety, things that we can start doing immediately to help us in our day-to-day lives if we tend to be anxious and we tend to be uh, stressed out and sort of worried about things all the time. If that's affecting us in our day-to-day lives, we're looking at five different tips across two articles that I think will help you. Some of these I've done myself, some I haven't, but the idea behind them is really solid. So I'm looking forward to jumping into that. Before we do, be sure if you haven't already to click subscribe. That is the best way to make sure you never miss a new episode. Thank you so much. And let's jump into the episode. So the first tip, the first thing that we can start to do in our lives to help with anxiety is to start deep breathing. Now, I talked about this a few episodes back all about the breath and why deep breathing is so valuable when dealing with anxiety. One big piece of it is that when you do deep breathing and and to to, uh, put some context on this, when I say deep breathing, I mean the type of breathing that like moves your belly, right? Like expands your belly for a second. Like that type of deep breathing, it goes down and you can feel it in that spot between your stomach and your chest. Like that's what you need to be practicing. And this can be a thing that you deliberately choose to do. You practice it. You sit same way you might sit down and meditate. You sit and you do the reps, do 20 deep breaths. That is a thing you can choose to do in your life. And guess what? It works really, really well. Now, why does it work? One of the reasons is because it forces you to focus on your body. The act of deep breathing, that process, the repetitive nature of it brings you back to the present moment. It brings you back to the world around you and your body rather than all the things going on in your head. And as you probably know, anxiety starts in the mind. So if you're feeling anxious, if you are struggling and worrying about things and stressed out, it's largely because you are too in your head. The solution for that is to move away from the head, move into your body, into the present moment, and allow yourself the space to get perspective on what is actually happening versus what you are currently feeling. Deep breath is a phenomenal way to bring yourself back into your body, release some calming endorphins into your brain, and help you to move forward and get better perspective on what's going on. The next big thing is to meditate. Now, meditation, we've talked about a lot on this show. There are plenty of scientifically proven benefits to it, things like improving the amount of gray matter in your brain and just overall improving your ability to reduce stress and keep calm in what would be normally stressful situations. Daily meditation has been proven to work for people. And so it's something that if you've ever been curious about, if you've ever wanted to try it, you just should like stop waiting and just kind of get going with it already because it can be phenomenally valuable if you allow it 
to be. And by allow, I honestly mean you have to be willing to put in the time. You have to be willing to try it. You have to be willing to uh, deal with the frustration of doing it for a short period of time so that you can get good at it, so that you can start to uh, uh, be comfortable in that silence, in that space. And we talked about meditation uh, in a recent episode uh, about the power of quiet and the power, the power, excuse me, of having space for yourself. Being willing to meditate and giving that a shot is a phenomenal way to give yourself that scheduled moment at the end of the day, the beginning of the day, the middle of the day, whenever it is that you are doing it, give yourself that space to be alone, to be quiet, to be relaxed, to control your thoughts. Not so much that you are stopping yourself from thinking about the things that are making you anxious, but that you are getting better at allowing those thoughts to come and pass. And one of my favorite teachings around meditation, the thing that helped me really get into it was when I tried the app Headspace, actually. So they have this introduction course. It's like a 10 day meditation thing inside the app. And one of the things that the, uh, the voice says is that you should try to not control your thoughts necessarily, meaning not letting certain thoughts in and stopping other thoughts from coming. It's more so like you're sitting on the side of a road and each of your thoughts is a car. Right. And you're just sitting on the side of the road and you're watching the cars pass. Now, sometimes those cars are moving closer and closer towards you and then they're in front of you and then they're moving further and further away from you. And when you're meditating, try to visualize this and try to visualize your thoughts as those cars. They're coming, they're coming, they're close to you and you're just letting them pass rather than grabbing onto one rather than diving into it and getting lost, you're just letting the thoughts come and then pass. And by giving up that control of our thoughts and also being able to observe our thoughts as this sort of outside force, it gives us perspective on what is going on. And again, just like the last tip, anxiety is largely in the mind. It can affect the body, it can affect the physical side of us, but it comes from the mind. And so if we want to be able to better manage our anxiety, we need to build our mental capability to do that. Deep breathing and meditation is a great way to get that done. Now, the third one is to practice self-care. Now, practicing self-care, this is something that I definitely don't do well. I will be the first to admit it. Uh, I am not great at scheduling time for myself, at getting away from work stuff, and at turning off in general. But, and you've probably experienced this as well, the times when I do, the times when I choose to take time for myself, when I choose to enjoy myself, to when I choose to do something I love, when I choose to get a massage because I feel like I deserve it. The times that I actually practice self-care, I come back rejuvenated. I come back feeling good. I come back looking good because I feel good. I come back confident and ready and capable of doing whatever it is that I want. And some of my best decisions in my business and in my life have come after taking the time for self-care. So if you are not currently doing it, then you absolutely need to. And this can be simple. 
This can be super easy, can be super basic, and it doesn't have to cost you money. There is the stuff you already think of, right? Massages, going to the spa, taking a vacation, getting a manicure, a pedicure, just doing something that you enjoy that uh, maybe costs a little bit of money. But you can also just step away from the computer, read a book that you're really excited about, take a walk, drink some water, eat something that you you enjoy and that you're excited for. Maybe it's maybe it's not the healthiest thing in the world, but you truly enjoy eating it. Like that is what self-care is. It's choosing to do things for you because you get joy out of it, not because it's the healthiest or it's the trendiest or whatever it is, right? It's doing things for you because you get joy out of it. So whatever that might be, Taking the time and practicing that is a great way to build yourself up so that you're better prepared to tackle things that might cause anxiety in the future. Now, when we get back, we are going to jump into the last two pieces of advice, plus a bonus that I'm throwing in. So stick around for that. If you are a freelancer or a small business owner and you want to bring in more of your perfect clients, then you need to check out my friend Stephen Mayo from Stephen Mayo Coaching. Stephen is an expert coach who helps small business owners make their passion more profitable. Stevens offered Tiny Leaps listeners who want to build their business and bring in more clients a chance to get free coaching with him. Wouldn't that be awesome to have an expert sit down with you, talk through your business, and help you find the areas that you can improve to unlock the next level? All you have to do to claim this offer is head over to www.tinyleaps.fm slash Stephen. That's www.tinyleaps.fm slash Stephen. Once you're there, select the time and date and you're good to go for your free one hour business coaching with Stephen Mayo. But if this is something you're interested in, I would act fast because obviously he can only do so many of these. So head over to www.tinyleaps.fm slash Stephen right now or whenever you're able to and register for your free one-hour coaching session with Stephen Mayo. www.tinyleaps.fm slash Stephen. And we are back. We are looking at five pieces of advice that can help you when you are dealing with anxiety. Plus I'm throwing in a bonus. So it's really six. Uh, and the next one is to eliminate soda. Now, soda is such an interesting thing because uh, it's something that I, I don't really drink. I drink every now and then whenever I get like fast food or something, I'll get soda with it. But on my in my day-to-day life I don't really drink soda. With that said, I do understand why people drink it. It's freaking delicious, especially like a an orange Fanta or something like that. Like phenomenal. And soda also has that benefit of providing us with a jolt of caffeine. So for a lot of us, we'll have soda with lunch or we'll have it as like a 2 p.m. thing. And the goal is the caffeine will help me sort of last the rest of the day, right? Or the sugar high will help me last the rest of the day. The problem is that the high fructose corn syrup, the just purely, purely concentrated sugar that you are bringing into your system with that drink spikes your blood sugar. And when your blood sugar is spiked, you're not, for lack of a better word, you're not in your right mind. You're kind of, you've probably felt it before that, like jittery, like hyper focus, sort of like head on a swivel, like losing your mind kind of feeling. Sometimes you'll get it if you drink too much coffee as well. Like that feeling is not a good place to be when we're talking about anxiety, because that feeling 
will lead you to feeling more anxious. It will lead you to feeling like everything is falling apart. And especially once that crash comes and you know, you already know what I'm talking about. If you drink soda or you, you'd really consume just too much sugar in any form, like, you know what that crash feels like. And when that crash comes and you're not capable of doing anything because you're just burned out and you're exhausted and you want to go to bed, that's also going to add to your anxiety. So cutting out soda, except for as like an every now and then thing, cutting it out for the most part, it may not solve your anxiety. Like that's not the thing that's making you anxious, but it does help you get in control your state of mind. And that state of mind is what ultimately leads to can you deal with anxious situations or not? And then the last thing, the last thing we're going to look at here to help you in solving your anxiety problems is to trim the fat from your budget. Now, here's what I mean by this. A lot of our anxieties come from financial situations. For most of us who do not have a ton of money just sitting in the bank, like finances is probably the number one thing we're anxious about. Because if you think about it, anxiety is really just a worry of the future. It's a worry about what's to come. Finances are the one area where we can pretty accurately predict what's going to happen and whether or not we are prepared for it. We can look at the fact that it's Halloween today, it's October 31st, and we can recognize that November 1st is tomorrow and that rent is due. And we can also then look at our bank account and recognize there's not enough in there for rent, right? And so that's going to create anxiety. It's going to create that worry about the future because we can very clearly see the three pieces and how they're going to line up. So by taking control of our finances, by making a stricter budget, by removing spending on things that really don't need to be there and giving ourselves more money to work with and more room purely by just managing that money a little bit better. And I know for many of you listening, that's literally not an option. Like you're just not making enough money. And I I feel you. It's a place I've been in before. But for those of us who maybe do have a little bit of wiggle room, By just managing our money a little bit better, we can start to reduce the anxieties around our finances. And what this is also going to do is have this ripple effect where by reducing one source of our anxieties, we're we're able to sort of be in a better mental state to tackle the other sources of anxiety. And that's ultimately where we need to be. So to recap the five pieces of advice, and I'm going to share uh, the articles for them in a second. Uh, Number one, start deep breathing. Number two, meditate. Number three, practice self-care. Number four, eliminate soda. Number five, trim the fat from your budget. Now, these are not my original ideas. These ideas came from an article on Psychology Today. It was published back in 2014, and it is titled 21 Quick Tips to Change Your Anxiety Forever. So if you are struggling with this, this like there's a full 21 things on this list. I highly recommend you check it out, and the link for it is in the description of this episode. Now for the bonus on this. So I'm a big fan of, and this isn't going to be valuable for all kinds of anxiety. Obviously there are different types. Uh, there, there are things where like, it's just purely emotional and it makes no logical sense whatsoever. And you know that, but there are times where the anxiety you are struggling with is based purely in sort of a stress or a worry 
about something. Something feels like it's out of control. Something feels like you you don't fully have a handle on it. And because of that, you end up feeling anxious about it and sort of sitting in the back of your head. And in these situations, and this happens to me all the time when it comes to finances, that's like the big area for me, right? When I feel like I don't have a real understanding of what's in my bank account, where it's going, when, like all of those things, when it feels like it's been too long and I just don't have up-to-date information on it, I start to get anxious. I start like, it. it's not even something I... I am feeling it's not like I'm having a panic attack but in the back of my mind there is this weight that just sits there so if that feels like something that that you struggle with if that's how your anxiety is showing up for you for me the solution is to face that thing so here's what I mean when I'm struggling to understand what is going on with my finances. And I start to feel that level of anxiety. The only thing that actually gets me past it is to log into my accounts, go through and get an understanding of the dates, go through and understand what's been paid, make sure nothing overdrafted, make sure that everything is in a solid place. And just by doing that, by facing that anxiety, I start to feel that weight lift. I start to uh, feel like I'm in control of that area again. And so for me, because finances is the area, I decided to make a rule for myself to sort of avoid that weight from ever building up where I log into my bank accounts every single day and I check what's going on every single day. And that means that every single day I have an idea of what's happening. I have an idea of what things are hitting my account and when, and I know what happened. And there's only ever a 24 or 23 rather hour window between me knowing exactly what is happening and then other stuff happening before I find out again. And that helps me to feel in control of that area. So whatever your thing is, could be finances, it could be your relationships, it could be your career, it could be whatever. If it's the type of anxiety that is more like this weight in the back of your mind, stressed about something that feels out of your control, the only way to solve it is to actually take control of it. And you take control of it by facing that anxiety, by going at it and getting whatever information you need on doing whatever thing it is that's sitting on you. It may not feel like you want to, but it always works. So I hope this has been helpful Be sure to click subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.